Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Aloha. Aloha and mahalo. Oh, yes. What, what, what other uh, Hawaiian words did you learn in Aulani? Uh, that's it. Okay. So, Lou, you got back from Aulani. Yeah. You went to Aulani. I went to Aulani for a few days. Yeah. How, how long were you there? Um, we were there, I think, for three nights. Okay. They have, like, a, a shuttle service thing. It's not a Disney shuttle service, but somebody comes to pick you up from the airport. Do they have Uber in Hawaii yet? They do. They do. And they have it in Honolulu. And it looked like Aulani was on the cusp of that, but we tried to do it while we were there, and it was a no-go. Uh, Aulani's yeah. pretty far out there. Like, yeah, there's it not is. much there. We were hoping to be able to get Uber so we could go in Honolulu or something if we wanted, but it looks like that was too difficult. I have been to Alani. Now Louis's been there. Alex has not uh, yet. I have just not to been. clarify that. Louis, what were your thoughts? What do you think of it? It was really nice. I m- my my concern going was there going to be enough to do for that amount of time. It seemed like, you know, we were going for like 4 days and I was like, man, I mean, Usually we go to Disneyland for just like two days here and there, and that seems to be just fine. But four days in Hawaii, I mean, just just for Aulani. Well, let me ask you, do you, are you the kind of person that likes hanging out on the beach and getting a suntan? See, I don't think so, because <laughs> I always like to stay occupied. Louis, they have these things that are called books. Yeah. That you can I, read on the beach. Yeah, I don't read books, <laughs> so that's going to make some people a little upset or something but so you want to you want to be pretty booked up with with activities that yeah, are i mean it's new it's not, every every half hour to an hour sure yeah it's yeah. not like i need you know constant sources of entertainment as much as i was just worried that the entire time we'd be there we'd be just sitting on the beach and i don't want to say that doesn't sound productive because i know that's the wrong way to think about it it was more of a thing where i was just I was worried that I might get bored. Do the characters ever come out to the beach? I don't know about the beach, but they do walk around the pool areas. Uh There's very typically no lines for them. It's more of a kind of just huddle around and get, you know, a chance when you can. Oh, that's good. That's great. That's, you know, the the old way. Yeah, it's character meet and greet. Yeah, it's nice. I think when we approached that. Yeah, when we approached the character, I was like, well, the line, and then the, you know, handler was like, oh, no line, just, you know, come up when you have a chance. I was like, oh, all right. So it's like one gigantic character breakfast. Uh, yeah. Do you know what would be fantastic at Alani is if they pulled out the B and C cast characters? If, like, Geppetto is there, <laughs> here's Cruella de Vil. <laughs> yeah, they only had the Fab Five. Yeah, and then Chip and Dale. And, right? uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Chip and sorry, Dale are yeah. everywhere. I think the character <laughs> list was Mickey... Minnie, Donald, not Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chip. No, Pluto. I don't think. I think there. I saw him when I was there. I, I, was I believe it's it's possible. It's definitely yeah. possible. Daisy was definitely not on the list though. And there's Chip and Dale, and then Duffy. <laughs> so here's my question: Before we get to Duffy, um, <laughs> are the characters on vacation? Yes, okay. they are. Th- that's the story. Okay, they're on vacation. Okay, I like it. And you know, he's wearing like little chucks, and they're wearing Aloha shirts and all that jazz. So, but you know, like I said, my concern was that there wasn't going to be enough to do. But I, there was just the right amount of things to do in the amount of time that we were there. Pools everywhere. There's hot tubs. There's water slides, there's the lazy river, there's secluded little private um, snorkeling area, mm-hmm. which 
we didn't know how we'd feel because it's not like you're going out in the ocean snorkeling. You're just, you're snorkeling in this, it's like an aquarium, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. It was very, very cold. Yes. But it was, it was kind of nice. It was my first time snorkeling. So it took a little while for me to get the hang of what was actually happening Mm -hmm. and not freak out that, you know, I was underwater and not and still able to breathe. Yeah. yeah. I know that sounds a little bit. I know that sounds weird, but like it's it really is freaking me out. Yeah, there is a lot of like you know just like heavy breathing and then realizing I can just be completely calm <laughs> yeah. about it. Wait till you try actually scuba diving with a regulator. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, they had another thing, and we were confused about what this meant. It was like assisted air snorkeling or something. Sn- oh, or was it like snuba? Snuba is like there's a thing on the surface and the tube comes down, and you don't have to be certified to do it. Well, I should can't say die. it can't. It couldn't have been assisted. <laughs> wait, assisted air. It was huh. like SAS. I've never I heard. I've, I've never heard of that. Anyway, I have to check that out. Anyway, it was a weird thing, hmm. and cool. I don't know what it meant because I didn't see anyone do it. But it was it was a thing that was offered. But hmm. whatever. Cool. So snorkeling was fine. It was interesting being that close to fish and everything. They're telling you definitely don't kick while you're in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, instinctively you kind of do it for a second. And you're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> There's some other things to look at in there. It was generally, I don't want to say it was like murky in there. It was a little cloudy and so is, hard So is to that pool everything. open to the ocean or is it closed? No, it's just a closed private okay. thing they made. It's not. So they also have a, a snorkeling, a, a lagoon where you also can yes. snorkel in that is yeah. open to the ocean. Yes, ah, okay. they have. Yeah, they have a lagoon area, and it's it's very safe. Mm-hmm. They blocked off part of where the ocean, you know, is mm-hmm. with like these two rock formations that eliminate all of like the tide that kind of rolls in. Nice. So there's very little waves that actually end up going all the way to the shore. Cool. So it's very very safe for kids. I liked how. I know this is gonna sound dumb, but I like how Disney it was. <laughs> they were very they were very cautious. Very careful, mm-hmm. very safe. It was very reliable. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't always the best, but it was always the you know most conservative way to handle anything. So, amenities wise, how does Alani compare to the nicer tier of Disney Resort hotels? It's really hard for me to say because when we checked in, they upgraded us to one of the dvc rooms oh i have a feeling because they're really trying to push people to get that and they wanted me to like love it enough to oh to buy dvc yeah oh yeah but you know it was it was really nice i mean we got you know the whole living room kitchen you know thing cool they have everything you need in a kitchen including a rice cooker which is pretty (laughs) awesome (laughs) hawaii (laughs) yeah just there you go yeah we had an outward facing balcony mm-hmm. which was not the best i kind of wish it was inward facing um so we could see like you know the pool areas and the ocean and all that instead we gonna get one that's just toward the island uh-huh. and it was you know meh and it's like you could see like a little bit of the parking lot i just i i hope that one day we just rid of not great view rooms yeah I just, I hope that we get that one day. I mean, I'm in Hawaii, right? I want to, like, get the most ridiculous view possible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, as far as amenities, it's hard to say. I mean, it was really nice. It was a really, really nice room. Everything was just obviously newer. We didn't turn on a TV while we were there, so hard to say what that scenario was all like. (laughs) Who knows if they have Disney Princess story time, bedtime I'd, I'd, I'd say it's quite likely. Yeah, that was my experience too. Is the, the uh, it's basically like the you know Grand Californian caliber, 
in mm-hmm. terms of sure. the, the room yeah. interior and yeah. the overall amenities yeah. of the resort. I mean, it's the resort itself, like architecturally, is sort of a mixed bag. Like the grounds are beautiful, really nice. The uh, main lobby building is beautiful. The towers just kind of look like towers with like a, some decor stuck on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're kind of bland. They're right to, for me. They're right on the edge of being kind of acceptable. If they were any more generic looking, they would be just not acceptable. Yeah, we looked at you know the neighboring resorts. Not, I mean, we didn't look at them as in research. We just looked at them as in we glanced over at them, and so many of the resorts were just straight up white. Mm-hmm. On their exterior. Mm-hmm. And it made me really appreciate just Aulani in that it was just a lot of browns and tans and, you know, deep colors and, you know, nice and warm. The pools and everything are super nice. Like you said, the the water slides are really cool. Lazy River's great. Yep. When we were there, there was a bit of a problem on weekends where it got very crowded. I can only assume that was because locals come there for, you know, a nice weekend getaway. Yeah. And on those days, like the food facilities would get kind of overrun. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, we didn't we didn't notice any of that. In fact, we asked a few of the cast members if like they or anyone like around comes there and it didn't seem like that was incredibly common. So I'm not. Well, I should clarify, I've been there twice, and the first time was before they had built a second pool and built another restaurant that they've since added on, and it was a little more uh, of a problem then. It's a little bit less of a problem now. Right. There's two snack shacks. One is more like, you know, for food to eat, you know, by the pool and stuff, so they had, like, Portuguese sausage, um, fried shrimp and everything. That was great. That was just what I wanted out of a quick little, you know, food stand. Then there was the shave ice, which was wonderful. Mm, And they had just a billion flavors, which was great. Mm -hmm. And that we really enjoyed. They were also really well-themed. And that little corner there, everything was really beautiful. It reminded me a little of, like, Animal Kingdom, how you get, like, this really dense theming in an area. The shacks in general were, like, this washboard, you know, sort of paint. And there was, like, posters that were ripped off. And the staples and, like, some (laughs) little bit of paper was still there. Nice. There was stickers and decals and, you know, paint on the side of these buildings. It was just, it was really, really dense in that particular area. And it was nice. Yeah, Joe Rohde is also the creative director of Alani, So his his hand was definitely in everything. Yeah. That was really nice. Ama Ama is one of their, is, like, their nicer restaurant there. And we had dinner there one night. And... It was okay. It was very expensive. That kind of put us off a little bit. I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I wanted to spend that amount of money mm-hmm. for what I got. Yeah, Alani in general seems to be quite expensive, like for a, the exact same thing you'd pay a lot less for in a deluxe resort in Florida. I don't know if I would go that far because th- those restaurants are not cheap either. But they're a lot nicer, it sounds like. But I would say the food's mm. not as good, actually, in the, at Alani. Uh-huh. Like, for example... I mean, Napa Rose is one of the best restaurants at any Disney resort. Ama Am is not even close to that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. I felt like it was more like Blue Bayou, but with like Napa Rose mm-hmm. prices. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's, Got it. and that's not and that's not what I wanted, you know. And 
the the food was like I don't think it was like too authentically Hawaiian or anything either. We had a, a similar thing when we went to their buffet restaurant, which is we went there for carriage breakfast and we also went there for dinner. Don't get me wrong, for dinner it was fine. It was really great being able to just walk in and grab some food. But it's not like there was anything particularly special about it. There was, a, like for breakfast, they had Hawaiian things, they had some American things, and they had a little bit of like Japanese things as well. That was just nice in general for like the for the range, but it was fairly expensive for the character breakfast, as character breakfasts always are. That was kind of sad that like that also is leaked over like just the expensiveness of character breakfasts. And then there was like a quick service restaurant we went for breakfast. It was just fine. It was how I expect any of them to be. I guess what I'm getting at is there was nothing that was nearly as good as some things are at some Disney parks. Mm -hmm. There are definitely better things at Disney parks and the like bars is one of them. They had like... You know, one of their pool bars is off the hook. (laughs) That name is terrible. (laughs) It's right next to Ama Ama. It wasn't great. It was just okay. They did not have a good selection of cocktails at all. Uh They did not have good food before 5 p.m. It's like after 5 p.m. They had like fish tacos and stuff. But before they straight up had pepperoni pizza, cheese pizza, chicken chicken strips, burgers, burgers, and a tuna sandwich. A tuna sandwich was as close as you got to anything that was like okay. Yeah, they're 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 full on catering to just standard tourist fare. But it wasn't. But it that's not what I want. I don't yeah. think that's what anyone actually wanted. It was like it got blamed on prep time, and I'm like, but I'm in Hawaii. I'm willing to wait any yeah. amount of time for food. They should have. They okay. should have things like poke and like yes. all that all that stuff that is amazing to eat in Hawaii because it's all super fresh. Yes. It was caught 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, the food for kids, I would say, is an extreme disappointment for a Disney resort, since obviously there are going to be kids there. And you're basically trapped there for, you know, four to seven days, basically, depending upon how long you're going to stay. So you're going to be eating there a lot, mm-hmm. and so you want a lot of variety. And for kids' meals, like, they pretty much had chicken strips and pizza. Like, that was consistent. And Boom. so my kids ate a lot of chicken strips and pizza that week. And it just doesn't mm-hmm. seem acceptable for that kind of resort yeah it wasn't okay i didn't want anything like that i made sure to tell them too and i was like "Mm, mm." (laughs) they seem to be very serious about wanting and i'm gonna put this in quotes because i know it's not true but i'm gonna put it in quotes authentic hawaiian they want to make sure that this resort is authentically hawaiian and there's nothing more hawaiian than chicken strips well that's the problem (laughs) it was like you know, in in some ways, they're, like, honoring tradition and, like, the culture of Hawaii. And then there's other parts where they're just completely disregarding it. Yeah. And it just felt like the wrong place to disregard it. Mm-hmm. Alexa, for breakfast one uh, one day for Ama Ama, she had just, like, a fruit plate. It was a tropical fruit plate. And she's very excited about it. She used to live in Hawaii for, like, a year and a half. And so she was looking forward to eating dragon fruit and star fruit. And, oh, yeah. You know, really, really excited. That's the good and they stuff. didn't even, you know, they didn't mention Ranbatan. So when they came, she was really excited about it. Um, but, you know, half the plate was just, uh, was melons. Yeah. It's just like, get, get out of here. Yeah. Like, this filler fruit. And, you know, they told her that she could have just asked for none of that and just more of the other stuff, which is nice, but it was after the fact. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, it kind of amazes me that, that, you know, Disney has a good track record. In restaurants like that, 
Ohana and Kona Cafe are both really good. True. Yeah, nothing is as good as those two restaurants. Why did they not at least take a page from that for one signature restaurant? You know, and that's how I felt about the bar. I was like, I understand that you're trying to do this authentic Hawaiian thing. That being said, your bar is not cutting it. Therefore, straight up steal Trader Sam's. Make one here. I know the hesitation. I understand it. But start there. Don't start at like shitty quality bar and then work your way yeah. up. Start at something that's the most familiar and then keep going. Yeah, I would say that Trader Sam's is more authentic than anything called Off the Hook. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, that that just that just that just feels totally wrong to me. My problem with the bar scene there was not that it wasn't authentic per se, because I'm not sure if I know what an authentic uh, bar in Hawaii would be exactly. Yep. But th- yeah. it doesn't. The two bars they have there don't pass muster for a high-end resort bar. Off the Hook is Agreed. okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. It's sort of unremarkable, but I found it passable. The other bar in the um, main building, I cannot think of what it's called. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's the one with the alphabet. Yeah, it's all themed Hawaiian. like Hawaiian dictionary. So it's sort of like the premises is kind of teaching yeah, you Hawa- right. Hawaiian as you look around. Oh yeah. Uh, which is a cute uh-huh. concept, but the thing is, it's lit all wrong. Like, it's lit very brightly in a way that isn't cool for a bar. Yeah. One time I was there, and there was, I had to say, there was pretty fantastic live music. That was one thing that was nice there, but the whole, it just didn't feel, it didn't have the right vibe at all. They're not getting the bars the, there in a way that they should. The way that you would get them, I mean, Trader Sam's would be one way to go, and that would be fine. And I would, I would like that. But the other way is just, how does the Four Seasons do a bar? for example. Like, how do other high-end resorts do it? Because they're not doing it that well. Yeah, the entire idea of a, you know, a historically authentic Hawaiian bar is very strange to me because there are no historically accurate Hawaiian bars. Well, I would <laughs> I would phrase it differently. I don't think they're trying to be authentic precisely. I think they're trying to be respectful. Yes. Um, which is a little, is yeah. a little different. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because Tiki culture kind of co-opted that and and, and and twisted it into something that it wasn't. Yeah, no, I think because tiki culture came from Oakland, didn't come from the South Seas. And so in some yeah, way, yeah. It's, it's kind of a perversion of that. That said, you know, I don't know uh-huh. if anyone would be deeply offended by having it make an appearance there. 